Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the nat day? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Harry J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, you. That's my name. Yeah, let's go to the punk show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. Here we go, episode 69. Mike, you want to take that one? I was waiting for you to say the stupid 69 thing. <laughs> I didn't I didn't say anything. I just yeah. said the number. No, nah, you said it that way. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Is there a way? Is there a way to say 69? There's a way that, that <laughs> no, you said it right there, but <laughs> so it, uh, that's like one of my pet peeves when you play like hockey or any sort of beer league, there's always some guy that's got the 69 jersey and you're like, come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you're not like 15 it's the joke's not funny anymore <laughs> i don't think i said it anyway i, I think okay. i was opening the door for you to say you know maybe make a make a joke i, I don't know i, got I, no I guess not I no. <laughs> you're clearly not prepared for this episode <laughs> if you could see my face you'd know i wasn't <laughs> episode 69 is the top songs that make you turn up the volume the second they come on is that fair? That's that, amazing. I would love if you <laughs> introed all our episodes exactly like that. We well, could, <laughs> we could get on NPR. Oh, that's the dream, right? Yeah. yeah. The Bing sponsorship was was the first part of the dream. That would be a fully realized dream by that point. Yeah. Bing to NPR, rags to riches. <laughs> that's our story. <laughs> Is that a good? That's probably the longest title we've ever had. Rags is to riches? That, is, no, no, not not that, Mike. Turn Back to the top five songs that make you turn up the volume the second they come on. That would be I, the longest. I simplified it to songs that go to eleven. What do you think about that? Do you like that better? Let's talk uh, about what we should call the episode now instead of before. <laughs> That's what everyone wants to hear us do, right? <laughs> Discuss this. I have it uh, shortened up to turn it up exclamation point. Love it. That's great, too. That's great, too. It's what I do, Nate. It's what I do. So there's, th there's three options there for you, whichever you like. Um, basically, songs that you just get jacked on the second you hear them. Yeah. There's, there's a fourth. There's a fourth option in case you're still unclear as to what <laughs> this episode is all about. But I think, like, turning it up is a sign of a great song. If you want to turn it up, no matter how many times you've heard it. Yeah. No matter how stale the song, like the song might seem, like or old, if the shine's worn off, and you want to still turn it up, that's a sign of a great song. That is a sign. That's a, I saw the sign. It opened up my eyes. I saw the sign. Top ten Ace of Base songs. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, focus on one episode at oh, a time. Sorry. Um, I swear we've done this episode before, or we've done this topic before. You say no. I was, I started to look and then I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm not going to look. 
I think it was in one of the mixtape ones where it was All like, right, so once. that's why it feels familiar. Yeah. I mean, it's, or maybe the work, like the one where you're like, you want to get amped up. Maybe we just, it's sort of no, a, that was similar... a party one. That was, was it a party one. It was top five songs for the party, Mike. Okay. 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 I mean, whatever. It's a great topic. It's a good, I'm sure uh, we've got some troll out there that's willing to call us out and say, you did this already. Yeah, probably. It, it'll be interesting to see if we pick the exact same songs twice. I That's tried, where the real interest to this episode comes. <laughs> I tried to stay away from some of my obvious choices. Uh, I had to cut a lot of tracks, as usual. But I mean, if you thought about it, you could, I could put like every propaganda song on here. Yeah, that was one that I, I vetoed straight away. Because we use propaganda a lot, but I'm like, literally every time a propaganda song comes on, I'm like, crank that volume a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think... I think a song requires that immediate recognition. It requires, like, it's often nostalgic to some some degree. Yeah, that um, could work too. It's got to be a good time. And uh, you're liking, you're likely like priming the volume to just sing or scream over top, right? Yeah, I see that. Yeah, no. it's kind of where my head was at for yeah. this this episode. I back you up on this. All right, all right. That, that might be the first time that might be the first time you've ever backed me up, Mike. We should write that down. Yeah. In our diary. If you had that our one. High on your, fives diary. If you had that one on your bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> What's new with you? Not much. You Not know? much? I was thinking as I was setting up my closet here, thinking <laughs> I'm looking forward to not ever doing this again. We're getting like, close. We both got think, we, we both got vaccinated. But what does that mean? Well, like, I don't know. The I'm, world stays the same despite the vaccinations. Yeah, but you and me are getting safer. Fuck the rest of those people. <laughs> <laughs> High fives against the world. Hey, if people don't want to get vaccinated, that's their problem. <laughs> yeah, to some degree. I, I anything I else? Agree. Have you done anything else? No. Have you watched anything? Been on no trips. I've <laughs> you haven't been, been on a trip? no shows. <laughs> um, I've been to the grocery store, which is my weekly adventure. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. I played D&D. That's my first, that was my thing. It was weird. Oh, that is weird, Mike. It's a whole other level of nerdiness that I've never known before. Yeah. Why would you do that? Just something new? Something new. I've always wanted yeah. to play when I was a kid, but I, I just didn't know anybody that would ever play. And so after playing it, are you like, yeah, this is for me? Or are you like, I don't think I'll ever do that again? Uh, well, that was I a long pause. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it for a while. And I was like, and, and then the second day I was like, man, I want to finish that campaign. I want to know what happens. Wow. I, don't know if I, I don't know if I could commit to like, well, I just don't like committing. There's a lot more commitment to D&D right. than I thought. Right. And like you, know you have, have to, to turn up to play. Yeah. Like you have to tell <laughs> someone you're going to be there on time. So, but I enjoy it. It is fun. I, I, I liked elements of it. So you'll do it again. As oh, yeah. I'm playing on Saturday. Wow. All right. And my other question to you, Nate, before we start. Yeah. Did you ever find out if Doug and the Slugs were a ska band? No. I mean, I know the answer. <laughs> you don't. I do. Because we didn't have the official referee make a call. Um, I've emailed Aaron. Uh, big shout out to Aaron, by the way. Like he's kicking. I, I don't butt. know if it's I don't know if it's just my feed, but like he is blowing up. And you heard him first here on the High Fives podcast. Well, probably not first, but maybe. I think first. I think we were the first, Mike. 
We were certainly a week or two above we the beat, rest of the beat, curve. We beat Rolling Stone and Stereo Gum. And That's what I'm saying. Brooklyn Vegan and Pitchfork even mentioned him. <laughs> but like, does that mean Ska's back, do you think? Yeah, well, I'm with Aaron. I don't think Ska ever left, but I think Ska's came back into the main. I think the joke of Ska is worn off again. So people right. are more willing to accept it again. I mean, what a time. Love it. What a time to hit that book. Like who would have, who would have expected that, that the pandemic would have opened up the world to ska again. Do you think it's the pandemic or do you just think there's just some great band? I think that, I think the publicity. I think it's time. I think it's all timing. All that stuff is timing. Yeah. I think, and I think like music in general of what's trendy is cyclical, right? Like things go like for a bit there, like there was emo revival again. And then it was like, there was like a melodic skate punk revival time. There was a tiny bit of that again. And then now it's the ska thing again. And I'm sure it'll, I'm sure in a year there'll be people that like, will pretend they never like ska again out of nowhere. And back to your question. Um, we do not have confirmation <laughs> about whether, and, and in fairness, I don't think I, I, the question was, is Doug and the slugs a ska band, but do they have some ska songs? Would you fit any of these songs into the ska box was was more the question. Okay. I, I, okay. I may I don't have any I don't have any um we'll put that there with the strung out list. It's an unanswerable <laughs> question. <laughs> no, that one has been answered many times <laughs> over. We don't have to answer that one. What again. are you even listening to? Uh, there's the transition. Yeah. I was wondering how awkward it would feel. It's very awkward. <laughs> it's like when you're at the doctor's office and they pull out the glove and they're like Snap it. You just know something awkward's happening. I don't know that it's that awkward, (laughs) (laughs) but thanks for raising that bar. Yeah. There's been a lot of things that have come out this year, Michael. It's pretty insane. It keeps coming. The floodgates are open and it's just more and more and more. And I have less and less time to listen to it and less driving to, to do, to, to listen to it as well. But I've got three hot takes for you, Mike. Um, my first hot take is a band that uh, that you actually introduced me to. Uh, the band's called Dream Job. Um, they just put out a self-titled record. I think it's their first. I think it's their first as well. I couldn't okay. find anything else from them before. Bedford, Massachusetts. Massachusetts? I'm not going to ask you how to say it, but <laughs> does that sound right? <laughs> nope, it doesn't sound right, but I'm not going to try to fix it. I think it. it's Massachusetts. Massa- Chew, I think. Massachusetts? Massachusetts. No, that's definitely <laughs> not it. <laughs> uh, kind of like a mid-tempo pop punk, um, you know, songs about dying and other misery. Um, but like, I feel like it's it's just really well-written songs. Um, super entertaining record. Um, I just, yeah, I, I grabbed onto this one pretty quick. Um, it's been on the heavy rotate. Uh, another band, uh, I believe, introduced to me by you. Wow. It's two for three, Mike. Yeah. Uh, the band's called Death by Unga Bunga. Oh, yeah. The album's called Heavy Male Insecurity. Um, this is a top contender for best of the year so far. It's this is a great record. Really good. Really good. Uh, all the way from Oslo, Norway. Um, it's like punk garage rock record. Super catchy. If you go to their Bandcamp site, they also list their singles. So it's hard to tell which ones are actual full-length albums without clicking on 
all of them. <laughs> and there's like 22 that load. I'm guessing like in the neighborhood of five to seven full lengths. What would you say? Is that, does that sound right? Or is that too many? I thought they had four, but then they have a lot of EPs. Yeah. Lots of, lots of just spread out. Yeah. Just too spread out. It's my only complaint. Um, but like great sense of humor on this record. Um, which ultimately ties into the joke it was founded on, Death by Hunga Bunga, which I, I don't know the joke. I know I've told this joke, though. Like, I know it was a joke that I told as, like, a, a preteen or a teenager. Like, at first I thought it was something pulled from a sitcom, but the longer it sat with me, the more I was like, no, no, there's there's some bad joke from, like, the the 90s that you know, kept coming back to this line of death by Unga Bunga. I feel for, for some reason, I thought it was like an Ernest saves, Ernest goes to camp joke for some reason. I, I, I don't I know. Just, maybe. I honest, I don't know that. I just could be making that up. I have no idea. But that seems, like, look a, for it. That seems like a really weird pull to go for Ernest goes to camp. <laughs> yeah. Especially all the way in Oslo. <laughs> but like they're good. They're, they're a good turn it up band. They got a lot of turn it up songs. Lots. Yeah. Lots. Um, the last one is uh, is another band from Massachusetts. I don't know what that accent is. It's not Boston. That wasn't Boston. <laughs> no. Um, you got to sound but, more like Marky Wahlberg. <laughs> I can't. No, don't no, do it. No, I can't don't do, do it, it on the spot. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Uh, the album's When God Was Great. The band is the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. This is a highly anticipated album for me. Um, I feel like they created a lot of hype around this record. I feel like they've gotten the return on that hype. Like it's everywhere and everyone's raving about it. Um, I like it. Um, I like it more than the last couple that they put out. Um, but I still haven't connected with it yet. I've, I've listened to it maybe two times through. There's a lot of songs on it, Mm -hmm. um, which, which makes it tough to, to listen to two times through when it just came out. Um, but like, I feel like it's more ska and less core thoughts. Yeah, I, I have, cause that's on my list too. I have that. I was curious about it being on Hellcat cause I thought. Hellcat's got a certain way of recording and stuff like that. And I don't get that from there, but there is a difference. No. There's, there's a change. It's more, I don't know. It reminds me more of like pay attention than anything that they've done since then. Pay attention is the one with the, the blue cover, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So it's got, yeah, like, I'd say, I'd say that. Yeah. That's, that's a good observation. It's the Michael. first one I've liked front to back of theirs in a long time. Like there's always songs I like off their albums. I'm, I, I I like them and I'm, I'm an apologist for them. So like anything they put oh, out, I really, I really like. But this is the first one that doesn't feel like I'm just liking it because it's a Boston's album in a while. Yeah, yeah I feel that. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm going to connect to it. I just, I need a little more time. It's, I think if it was like you could be outside a little bit more and doing stuff instead of just being locked up it might be a thing too right like if you could connect it to like like you said we're not driving anywhere so you're not connecting yeah. it on a nice sunny drive or something like that yeah or like hanging out with friends you're like connecting to like doing work in your house like or apartment or whatever yeah yeah it's a little bit different that's it for me michael all right another one's the joystick album uh i can't take it anymore nice. i guess i guess the skull episode got me into that mood but uh I was waiting for that album to come out for a while. The singles were both awesome. It's really good, both lyrically and musically. Um, I think it's kind of like all... I don't know, have you listened to it? I have. Yeah, it's kind of all over the place, 
and it's a little bit chaotic, but it makes sense. And um, I don't know if you get this, but I get shades of like the flatliners in there. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Like it's chaotic. It's not like your typical like ska punk album, I don't think. Like there are yeah. parts of it that are very like quote unquote third wave or now new tone or whatever, but it's there's more to it. It's a little they have like jazz elements or something. Like the the things are off time and stuff. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I like that one a lot. Uh a single that I picked up from a band called The Erratics. It's called You Don't Care. Uh, this is a Bandcamp find on Beluga Records, which is a label out of Sweden. Um, it's pop punk, um, power pop stuff from Minneapolis. They kind of remind me of The Cry or Exploding Hearts. It's from Sweden and Mini- Minneapolis no, the la- at the same time? The label is from Sweden. Ah, the band gotcha. Is from, the band is from Minneapolis. Gotcha. Uh, super hard to find anything about them on the internet. Like I searched Bing all day to see if I could find anything about them. <laughs> Let me down. I think it's time for our sponsorship to move over to that male grooming product that reached out on in- Instagram so we could become corporate sellers. <laughs> hey, I'm not too proud. You're not too proud? No. Another one is the Sam Russo album, Refuse to Lose. Nice. Uh, Which is an album or a EP, single? I, I guess EP, maybe three songs. I feel like that, that could go either way, single or EP. Yeah. Uh, I really like it. Yeah, it's awesome. I don't know much about Sam Russo. Like, he's an name I. I heard a lot when like the revival tour started coming up. Like, I feel like he's in with those kind of guys, right? Like Chuck Reagan and Frank Turner and Dan. And Ted, uh, what's his name? Ted. Ted uh, Leo. Leo. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Sam Russo is kind of in that, that circle of friends as well. Yeah. I don't really know a ton about him. Uh, I saw the artwork when it was posted and I was like, I'm jazzed on this artwork. Like, I mean, I think Dan Andriano plays on this, this EP as well. I feel like I, and my understanding is he doesn't normally have a full band. It's like, this is like a something a little bit different for him. But It was special. I uh, really liked it. I'm going to have to check out his other stuff. I'll do some digging into his other stuff later on. I definitely like the full band sound versus the um, kind of singer-songwriter acoustic microphone sound. Cool. That's what I'm thinking might be for me too, but we'll see. I also would like to get that on a t-shirt if they ever make it. <laughs> that was my plea for help. and last one sorry i know i am all over the place today but uh just today yeah pronoun put out a single called i want to die but i can't because i got to keep living and it's the first single from their new ep that's coming out and i was so tempted to use this song because i've been listening to it now for three two weeks now and why didn't you i it was a last minute kind of it was back and forth i felt weird putting a song that the album hasn't come out yet on here Literally every time I put it on in the car, I have to turn it up like full blast. It's so catchy. It's so good. But I thought it would have been. I'm disappointed you didn't put it on your list, Mike. That's the essence of episode 69. (laughs) (laughs) If the rest of the EP is like this, though, it's the whole album is going to slap. It's so good. I like that. Yeah. Slap. Yeah. Is that something you just started? No. Or is that something the kids are saying now? I'm I'm sure the kids are saying it. There's nothing I say that's cool. Somebody said the other day, they, I was talking to this, this person that's a little bit younger than me, and they said, that show is the chef's kiss 
I don't know if that's just something that she says or if that's like popular with the children. Well, she's not a child. So. <laughs> it's like, what kind of children are you with hanging the, out with? <laughs> the young adults. Um, <laughs> but I thought that was pretty inventive. I like <laughs> the it. The chef's kiss. I like it. I, I don't know if it's something that I'd use, but like it caught my attention. Yeah. It's not as good as slap. Yeah. I enjoy that. Yeah. I don't know. It has the stain power, but we'll see. We'll see. Shall we move on to the list? I can't One wait. One more to- awkward transition <laughs> to get this show on the road. I can't wait to hear your list. All right. Well, great. I'm ready to deliver it, Mike. Rock and roll. Uh, my first two songs. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you a little preview of song one and two, all in the same go here. <laughs> um, <laughs> my first two are fairly new songs. Oh. So this this first one. I cannot stop listening to, not for a moment. Um, I love it so much. Uh, it was one of my top picks of last year. I love it so much. I had to order. I never order a bundle, mm-hmm. but like I had to order a bundle. Ooh, yeah. And it was <laughs> that like, was a really you weird. Know, ooh, sorry. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was weirder. <laughs> um, it had like the 180 gram vinyl. It was you know the record was signed. You could get a T-shirt, stickers, like the buttons, the whole works. And uh, I was happy to get it. Um, it came all the way from, I think it's London, definitely the UK. I don't want to sound like an ignorant Canadian saying, oh, well, it's got to be London. But I'm pretty sure I read somewhere they're from London. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll say the UK. Um, and I was a little bit concerned because um, like the website just, it was one of those websites that was just like not a lot on it. And so... <laughs> It was like, this is a pre-order. We should be getting more at the beginning of 2021. And I'm like, well, it's it's May. So <laughs> is that towards the beginning of 2021? Um, and I reached out to them and he got back to me like within a couple of days. Sorry for the delay. It's on the way. Here's the tracking number. Like just super nice guy. Mm-hmm. And like, like it was the singer from the band. It wasn't like some guy that's, you know, stuck in a warehouse. Um, so I really like that. I like that that there are still bands out there that have that connection to the people that are buying their stuff and like they feel an obligation to them because I've had many, uh, well, not many, but I've had some bad experiences with little local or smaller labels that like could care, couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. So way to go. Bad Nerves is the band. Oh, uh, yes. The song is uh, Baby Drummer. Uh, it's off their self-titled record. Um, I just, I love this record front to back. It, it is so good. It's so good. And I will say the same thing. When I mentioned them and that year end, for my year end list thing. Yeah. They reached out to me right away and were like, thanks. I thought that was so That's cool. That's awesome. Because they're not like a small band. <laughs> they're well known enough that they don't need to reach out to high fives. <laughs> I think they're very like, DIY though like they Mm -hmm. kind of have that aesthetic in their music and I think they also kind of live and practice that that DIY vibe I think when I was talking about them in the year end thing I said it wouldn't shock me to see them in a basement play with like four people or to play a stadium with like 50,000 people like they seem like they could do either really easily yeah yeah um, they are the self-proclaimed quote vaccine everyone's been waiting for (laughs) Uh, <laughs> it's, it's as if this album is as if marked men and the strokes got together and had a baby and then the baby learned some other things and added to, to that same pool of music. I think these, um, I think these guys are what 
people think the strokes are. <laughs> right. Like, to be honest, like, I think these guys are more of the strokes than people think the strokes are. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's got, it definitely has that vibe, but yeah. sped up. Right. Yeah. And just like, just like front to back, straight ahead, driving record. Um, I can't wait to hear more from this band. I think they're, they're working on a, another album um, as we speak. Um, this song, I mean, I could have picked any song, um, but this song I chose, uh, Baby Drummer. Uh, it's a song about longing for something to happen in music again, uh, for something just new to come along, whether it's like an artist, a genre, um, a band, just something that changes the game. Turn it up, Mike. My turn? I thought you were doing, you're going into one and two. No? No, no. Oh. I was just giving you a preview in that they're both new. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's that's the only preview you get for number two. I'm just sort of slow and was confused. <laughs> okay. Uh, my band for Turn It Up is a band that is no longer around. Uh, they were part Rivethead, part the copyrights, and the band is Dear Landlord. Ah, nice. I didn't know they were still, or that they were no longer around. Well, the singer is in jail for murder, so. That'll do it. That'll, uh, that makes it hard to do the band thing after that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they're always a band that makes me want to crank the volume up. The full length is still in regular, regular rotation for me, even though it's been out for ages. Um, but I decided to go off a song off the Thing That Ate Larry Livermore compilation. Because nice. I started listening to that again this week and I just love that comp. It's so good. It's got so many good tracks from bands now that have become popular, but at the time I don't think we're like had hit it yet. So how does it how does it connect to Larry? Does I think he's it... I think he curated it. Oh, okay. Uh, that's funny. I I I know we talked on in text about it, but it's hilarious that he showed up in that Sasquatch documentary. <laughs> I was kind of let down by that Sasquatch oh, documentary huge, and it wasn't, huge it wasn't let just down. Larry Livermore that let it down. Huge let down. Like I was, uh, I had a pretty bad fever the night I watched it and then I was like, okay, maybe it was, maybe it was like just the fever. And then like the second night I like, I watched episode three or two and three and I was like, ugh, this is boring. I want to know about Sasquatch. Why are we learning I mean, about, <laughs> about like biker murders? I want to know about Sasquatch. <laughs> right. And that's the whole thing. At some point, it lost Sasquatch yeah. and just turned into a murder show. Yeah, I could have watched that on ID. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Not the Sasquatch show everyone was hoping they'd get I know. in the pandemic. That's for sure. We need more, uh, like we said last time, we need more uh, conspiracy theories like Sasquatch. That's right. Anyway, uh, the song is called Walking Distance. It's off the thing that ate Larry Livermore. It's great. If you like Dear Landlord or the copyrights or Rivethead, you'll like it. Well, awesome, Mike. It is awesome. Is there, is there anything else? Everything I say is awesome. <laughs> Everything is awesome. I'm awesome to the max, like max power. Baby drummer, bad nerves, self-titled record, and... Dear Landlord, Walking Distance, off the thing that ate Larry Livermore compilation.
dead end here in this town Feels like home, a place we know Speeding into a breakdown All this time that we spend like it's worthless We're right up to something we can't fix So we just try to ignore it on the back and then we'll hit to number two <laughs> all right all right <laughs> go ahead you can give yourself one too no i don't need it you don't need it no that's for you i'll pat your back <laughs> virtual pats are yeah, shit they are so as discussed in the previous segment this is another newer song Excellent. not new like 2020 but new like 2019 i think we actually both both missed this record when it came out and we only just found it last year. Um, but you knew the band before last year. I knew the band's release two years ago. All right, all right. The band's called White Reaper. Ooh. The album is called You Deserve Love. Did you check this one out? This I, is, I did. I believe the second, I think it's the third, maybe. Might be even the fourth. Third or fourth. Yeah. All right. And did you like this one? It's definitely a turn from the one previous. I like it. I like the other one more. All right. But this is so good. It's it's it's, just, it's much more pop. Yeah. It's much more like that polished pop. But there is a song on here called Real Long Time. And as you know, Michael, I am a sucker for a catchy as fuck chorus. And this has a catchy as fuck chorus. Well, that's what your neck tattoo says, right? <laughs> I love a catchy, a catchy cor- as cor- fuck cor- chorus. Yeah. It goes all around my neck. Yeah, like a, like a necklace. Yeah, like similar to a necklace, yeah. Yes. Um, it's just such an infectious song, and every time it comes on, it's turned right up to 11. Every single time we're in the car, everyone has to be quiet. Because I don't want to hear anything under under eleven. I just I just want the song at eleven, and that's it. 
Um, I think this album's got a little bit more of like that that seventies kind of glam rocky glam rock vibe to it as well. Nice. Would you Would you agree? See, that's what I didn't like about it. I I felt it like didn't it didn't have enough of that, or it yeah, had too th- much. No, it didn't have enough of it. It felt okay. like it felt like forced that forced version of it. Where the one before oh, it the so- forced the one before it sounded like more genuine. But I see. I still like it. It's really good. Like it's not like I got no complaints. I see what you mean. I feel like the the album before maybe was like a garage rock version of glam rocky glam punk, and like <laughs> this this album is more of like a commercial version of glam rocky glam punk. Yeah, that makes sense. That's all exactly right. what I would say too. Well, I was trying to make sense of it all, Mike. Yeah. That's what I'm here to do. So Nate, would you like so, to hear, Mike? Would you like to hear what my pick is? Yes, I would. I'm dying to hear it actually. So it's it's pretty cool because at the end of this, my last sentence in my notes is, this is almost glammy glam punk. Wow. <laughs> uh, it is also a new release, one from this year, actually. The band is Lay Shirley. The, oh, nice. The album is Forever Is Now. Um, this is a new release. I've been really stoked on it, and it's something I've been playing a lot lately. Uh, I think it came out like last month. Uh, they're from Montreal. Apparently, the band features members of No Bro, which I ah. I only know like one of their songs, but I like the song I heard of No Bro. Sure. Um, but the the song I picked is called "Fuck It, I'm in Love." Yes, it's one of That's those songs. The opener. Yeah, it's one of those songs that just you just want to turn that up and play it loud. It's so catchy. The chorus gets stuck in, stuck in your head, and like you said with uh, White Reaper, it's just infectious. Infectious is a good way to describe a turn it up song. That is a great pull, Mike. I loved that song from the moment I heard it. And uh, I have also been cranking that one to 11. Le- I thought it was, I didn't realize they were from Montreal and I've been calling them Les Shirley. Like, I like, think it's Les Shirley. <laughs> Les Shirley over They might here. be, but I'm assuming because they're from the Montreal, it's Les Shirley. But- yeah, I think you're probably right. You put two and two together. I didn't have any of the clues, so I just I just went with my gut. Yeah, but yeah, this, these guys or girls have a um, White Reaper, Thin Lizzy vibe to them, but they're a little bit more punky than both of them. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, great album. Check it out. It might make my it might make my top of the of the year list. Call, well, I mean, Mike, but Mike, anything could be on there. Mike, <laughs> Mike. If there are, if there are fifty or less records that come out this year, they will all make your list. Well, we both know there's more than fifty records coming out this year. <laughs> We don't know that. I can already name 50. <laughs> Go. That's zero, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually zero. Okay. All right. Real long time White Reaper and Fuck it, I'm in love. They surely. You.
This song is not a new song, Mike. Well, way to steer from your thing. Comes from years past. I'm I'm making a transition. I'm shifting gears, if you will. Clutch in one to two. Here we go. I was hope I was counting on you for the nostalgia picks. Were you? Yeah. Well, they're here. Excellent. We talked a little bit about it at the beginning where we said, you know, like we didn't want to pick bands like Propagandy. There are bands that are very much like usual suspects on this. I mean, we've been doing this like we've done 69 episodes now, (laughs) right? And so like, yeah, there's going to be bands that are going to be common. There's going to be bands that pop up you know, three, four or five times throughout that, maybe even more. Mm-hmm. Um, or they feel like they do at the very least. Um, this is, this should be more of a usual suspect, I think, in the sense of like they fall within that grouping. Um, but I, I don't think they get used a lot on the show. You might say I'm wrong uh, and you might say they get, that they get used all the time, but um, the band is Bad Religion. Nice. So, so we I'll don't take a pause there. We we haven't used them. I know I used them once, and I think maybe you have used them once. Right. That's not a lot for a band of this caliber. No. Nope. Um, I don't know how you feel, but like I always feel like Bad Religion has like th- there's they've got great albums, but there's like one or two on each album, or on most of the albums, let's say, that are just bangers that are the songs that you like rewind all the time like that album comes out and there are like a couple on that record that are just like you can't stop listening to yeah i would say for sure especially with a band like bad religion who kind of have a a sound and a style that like goes through all their songs like if they don't they don't sway too much from there like you know it's a bad religion song yeah. so yeah there then there's always like a few that really stand out that like somehow are that much better than all the good songs that are already on there. Like it's not saying anything bad about the other songs, but there's ones on there that are just like that much better. Yeah. Like they're just, it's, it's not to say the rest of the album's no good. It's just that these are of, of such a high caliber. Um, this is another song, uh, that just, it, it starts out with a bang. It's out the doors. You're in it. Here we go. Uh, the song is all there is. It comes from the album, the empire strikes first. Arguably not one of their more popular records. Yeah, I don't know if I can even remember this album, to be honest. Well, I know go. what it looks like <laughs> in my head. This song is another, like, the chorus is just super infectious. Uh, it's full of oohs and ahs. Um, they do like that full chorus breakdown, you know, towards the end where, you know, okay, we've done the chorus the same way. And they do, they, they have a couple songs like this too, where they've got a great chorus and they don't let it go. They, they have it like four or five, six times within the song. Like they know, they know it's great and we're going to give it to you and we're going to keep on giving it to you. And here they did it. And then at the end, they go, you think you've heard the chorus enough, but you haven't. And we're going to like halftime it now. And we're going to give it to you again. And I love it. I think it's great. They're, uh, they're great at what they do. They really are. They really are. So there's there's my pick for number three, Michael. Nice. Good pick, Nathan. Good pick. Well, you don't know if it's a good pick because you don't, you don't remember the album. Is that the one with New Dark Ages on it? I think so. I love that song. That song is like so... That's one of their songs for me that I'm like, when it comes on, I'm super stoked. But you didn't pick it. I almost did. 
but I don't almost. Yeah, it was it was on a list of long things. <laughs> a list of a thousand. Yeah. Uh, but the band I did go with is a band from that state that you couldn't pronounce earlier and that I tried to pronounce. Oh, I believe I pronounced it, Mike. <laughs> okay. Uh, their band I brought up a bunch on here and they aren't the first band you think of when you say you want to get loud, but this song kicks in and I always find myself reaching to turn up the volume. So, uh, the band is Save Ends. The song is Same Old Dice, and it's off Warm Hearts, Cold Hands, which is their first full length. Um, I'm not sure what it is about the song. It might be just even be the opening riff. It's just such a good pop punk song. And I know I've said this before, but I just love how the vocalists play off each other in this band. It's just one of those. They're just so good at it. And this song is like way more pop punky than anything they do. And it's it's just so good. So that's it. Would you say it's it's magical, Mike? How they play off each other? I would, would you say, say how, it's magic, Mike? It's kind of magic. Yeah. Did it's you just want to say magic, Mike? <laughs> no, I didn't want to say anything. I'm just okay. asking a question. Do you believe it's weird magic? that you put that together? Well, I've been wanting to talk about that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, now is your chance. I've been trying to get you to call me Magic Mike for years. <laughs> <laughs> and it happened on episode 69. Not just Magic Moke. <laughs> Somebody was asking me the other day, where did Moat come from? And I said, I don't know. I don't know where it came from. And like all good nicknames, we don't know where it came from, but we really dug in deep to make it stick. I think it came from the autocorrect, just correcting it to Moat. That's it? I think. That's it? <laughs> well, I don't know. I didn't do anything. I never said I was Moat. <laughs> I think you did. I think it was something you were pushing. Yeah. It was I've been an on agenda big, of I've yours. Big Moke agenda. <laughs> Got moke. Still got to make that shirt. All there is bad religion and save ends, same old dice. The song goes out to all the hopeless sinners with grave allegiances so meaningless and vain. The walking wounded in a pageant of contenders who balance on a rail of pain. Just a pair of rain And everything Is barely missed But relation That brings my expression My confession Added up Extract a lesson More than this Once again Like a bullet As a friend Tell me can that be All there is In my
better than to even try And my divinity is caught between the colors of a butterfly
No, I, that was when I was willing to commit. That was willing. <laughs> that was when we called you free will. <laughs> <laughs> so the, all my nicknames are coming out tonight. <laughs> Michael, this next song came out in 2006. So okay. again, not something recent. Mm-hmm. wasn't in the last even 10 years. It was older mm-hmm. than that. The song, I just, let's get right to it. The song is <laughs> Prisoner Echoes. The band is Strike Anywhere off the album Dead FM, which I believe is the first and only release they, they had with Fat. You know what? I don't know a lot about Strike Anywhere. It's never been a band that's caught on with me. Really? But yeah, I don't know why. I feel like I should like them a lot. Yeah, I think so too. They should be right up my alley, but... They're a great political, melodic, hardcore band, Mike. Yeah. I just don't know uh, why I never liked them. Yeah, I don't know why either. Maybe after listening to this song, you'll change your mind. This is one of those songs that starts out with just like aggressive like lyrics that are just like like fist pumping. The, the lyrics are, take this banner, hang it upside down, this country's in distress, and each line is just separated by fist-pumping drums, and it just sets you right up. You're ready to go. You're locked and loaded. Bang, out the barrel. Nate, I'm turned on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it's just, it's, it's a great anthemic political punk rock song. Um, I think... I think ultimately I have it like a show memory. Um, and I think that that's why this song hits so hard. And like, I, again, you just got to crank that dial because as soon as I hear that, that beginning, I can just recall like a, a show that I, I saw them, um, saw them play and played this song and like the whole place just lit up and everyone was just, you know, singing along and there's, there's a bit in this song where all the, all the instruments cut out mm-hmm. and it's just the singer screaming. And, um, and I, I feel like I remember that moment where the whole place was just like screaming the lyrics back to him and it just sends you shots of dopamine all over the place. That's a really good description that well, thanks. I'm excited thanks to hear much. this now. Cause I really, I can't pinpoint this song at all. So I'm super stoked to listen. Well, I maybe, hope maybe you're going to make me a strike any. You're going to make me a Strike Anywhere fan. It could happen. Mm-hmm. It could happen. Could. I'm very open-minded. <laughs> Open to new things. Yeah. Trying new things, I think is what your your uh, profile says. Yeah. Into trying new things, I think magic, is what it says. Magic mocha's up for <laughs> anything. <laughs> magic. <laughs> it's a kind of magic. <laughs> that could be your theme song. Yeah. Right? Or what's that song like that goes, oh, oh, it's magic. No, you sing know. it again. Let me hear no, it again. No, no, I'm not going to sing that again. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mike. We know what song it is, but we want to hear you do it. No, you don't. This isn't the Magic Mo karaoke hour. <laughs> what? <laughs> My next pick. This is the one I was kind of nervous about putting on here because I know I'm, I'm nervous. Probably, I know I'm going to get mocked, but it's legitimately the first album that came to my head when we when you suggested the topic. Love it. Uh, it's an album. I love I s- when you get nervous. I love album. it. I still dig. I still turn it up loud. Good. Um, it's one of those albums that I sing along to all the ridiculous lyrics, even if no Be one proud. else is around. Be proud, Mike. Uh, the band is taking back Sunday. Yes. The album is tell all your friends. Yes. 
and the song I picked was "You're So Last Summer," but I could have picked basically any song off this album. Uh, it's just I really do like this album a lot. So that's it. Be your truth, Mike. Be your truth. I'll see you at the hot topic. <laughs> why would? Why are you gonna get? Why are you nervous? Why are you nervous to say all those things, Mike? I feel like there's a stigma to liking bands like this, especially for people our age. Well, when, but when this is their first or second album, this is their first album. Yeah. That we were like, we were like teenagers when this came out. We were not teenagers. (laughs) Sure. We were, it came out like, came out like 25 years ago. Yeah. These guys are old. Yeah. Yeah. They're older than us. Yeah. But, there is a stigma to liking the quote unquote mall emo bands. But I don't think they were mall emo when it came out, were they? Oh yeah, right away. I think they were lumped right in. Away. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right out of the gates. They were actually manufactured by Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean there was a there was a stigma right away. Like I remember getting made fun of for listening to it at, when I was working and stuff. But I like this record. It's I like an awesome the follow up record. I, I feel like I like most of Taking Back Sunday's records. I like the follow-up album, and then I like stuff scattered throughout their other albums. I'll stand beside you, Mike. Thanks, Nate. You're welcome. You'll make me look pretty small when I stand next to you, but that's okay. It's still good to have a big guy beside me. Well, yeah, it's intimidating to the others. Yeah. The others that you're nervous to bring this up with. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be nervous, Mike. Okay. Prisoner Echoes, Strike Anywhere, and... You're so last summer, Taking Back Sunday. Take this banner, hang it up, start down. This country's in distress. From the skulls to the factories on the dead edge of town. This street's a fucking mess. This dream is fucked. Here we go. Our sisters and mothers, racing shoes. Powers determined to make the news. Poison on the
Yeah. You're going to give thanks, Mike, like it's Sunday. Well, at a, well, not at a church, at a virtual church. It's your sermon. I prefer massless rodeos. <laughs> yeah, you would. Thanks to everyone who's been listening or supporting us, sending us messages. Uh, an extra special thanks to all of you in the WhatsApp chat for contributing to it and making the podcast more than just a thing that Nate and me talk about. Um, thank you for your lists. Uh, I'm really stoked to get lists for this episode because I feel like this is the kind of list you need for summer, a summer playlist. So can't wait to see what people suggest. It should uh, be a banger. By all intents and purposes, it should be a banger. Yeah. Uh, check out our webpage for past episodes. It's at highfives.ca or our Instagram account at highfivespodcast. If you haven't added us or checked it up before, we post our listener list there. And on every Friday, Nate and me pick out an album for you to check out. So uh, add us. And if you want to say hi, just do. Uh, and there's also the occasional thirst trap of uh, shirtless Nate on there. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun for everyone. 
Uh, I'm just it. realizing now that I really shouldn't be interrupting you through that, that, that time. That's your time. Well, I don't care. And it you was, interrupt no, away. No, it, it, I know you don't care, but like <laughs> I tried to engage you and you were just like, yeah. <laughs> and then you just, you continued on. And it was a moment where I, I took stock of that moment and I went, yeah, Mike's in the zone. Mike's in the zone. He doesn't need to be interrupted by your, by your trivial garbage, Nate. You let him go, let him run free. You're a professional and I'm an amateur. So you saw that <laughs> and you understood. But you saw, and maybe even made the thirst trap that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I only just learned what a thirst trap is. Yeah. I'm very behind on the things. Yeah. Get with it. <laughs> I'm trying, Mike. It's hard. You know, when you, you're getting slapped around with slap and uh, other words like chef's kiss. I guess that's more Cuddle of a phrase. Yeah. Glam rocky, glam punk. We're at the end, Mike. Uh, this song comes to us from 2003. This is the one, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm nervous um, about it, but this is the one that maybe is the most out of left field, the most unexpected. Um, I was I was struggling a little bit with the last pick because I feel like I had a lot of thoughts, but a lot of those thoughts of songs, like the ones that came to me hard and fast were like ones that I played on this show before. You know, that were there were obviously just like songs that I, I really love. Um, so obviously those got taken out really quickly. And then there were the songs like we talked about, you know, by the bands that we we play enough of. Right. And I wanted this to be an episode where I wasn't necessarily playing, you know, like usual suspects, let's say. For sure. And so I left it up to the iPod DJ. I put it on shuffle. I went for a big long walk today. And if it didn't grab me in the first 10 seconds, I hit fast forward. And like, this is, this is one of the old classics. So there's a lot of songs on here. I don't know how many songs I listened to. I'm going to, I'm going to make a guess and say over a hundred though. On your walk. That's impressive. Yeah, it was, it was oh, a long because, walk. Cause you're also fast forward if it didn't catch you. Yeah, right. Not, not listening if it didn't catch me. Right? Cause that's the point of the episode, right? Yeah. It's a great plan. Well, thanks. Thanks. I just, I let the shuffle DJ it and, and then this one came on and this one is a banger of a song. Uh, this song has just that great balance of aggression and melody. Um, this was a, a transition moment, I think for this, this band. Um, but this record still had my attention when it came out. Um, it's just like the, the second that this song came on with that like affected guitar riff um, before knowing exactly what and who, I, I, I cranked it right right up, Mike. I just got to my drums out. Yeah, it grabbed me. And then I, I realized who it was and I realized what the song was. The band is AFI. The song is dance, Dancing Through Sunday. And the album is Sing the Sorrow. I love this song. It's it's a great song. It's a great song. I like this album. I haven't listened to this album in years. Does it it holds up? You think? I don't know. I I I still had like I was still invested in AFI when this album came out. I think this was probably the transition because it's 
December ground after that or December oh, yeah, this something? Is, this is the transition too where they became more something else, a little bit more like nine inch nails. Gothy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um stopped wanting to be Danzig, wanted to be Trent Reznor. <laughs> but I think I think this album still holds. I think it does. I, I didn't listen to the whole album. The the walk did not allow for it. Um, but this song definitely. I like it. Good pick, Nate. Thanks, Mike. This is a last minute change up. I had originally had Youth Brigade, I Hate My Life in this spot. Oh. But then on my way to work, Power Spirit came on and I legit almost blew up my car speakers because I turned it on so loud. I wow. For- I forgot how much this track bops. Uh, the band is Children. The album's Hard Times Hanging at the End of the World. Uh, Children were a short-lived band that featured members of Early Man and Streets. So if you like those bands or have heard those bands, you can kind of guess what they sound like. Uh, the album's rad. It's filled with riffs that melt your face. Uh, and Power Spirit is such a banger that I had to cut uh, Youth Brigade and add it to my list. Um, I suggest checking this album out. I suggest checking Streets Out or Early Man. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's a killer album, killer song. Makes you really want to turn it up. Well, I don't think I know this song, Michael. Yeah, you're not a big thrash guy, so <laughs> so I'm not going to turn it up. You might turn saying. it up. You might, might. still tu- you might still turn this up. Okay, okay. I'm I'm excited to see what it makes me do. We're going to yeah. see what what happens. We'll I'll see. I'll report back. All right, all right. Anything else? No, that's it. That's uh, the end. That's it. All right, dancing through Sunday, AFI and children, power spirit. Stay cool, be excellent to each other.
Uh, what did I pick? What did I pick? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like how I had a conversation with myself there for a couple <laughs> seconds. Not really a conversation. That's how I talk to myself. <laughs> uh, Make sure you're nice and close to that microphone, Michael. Is that good? Well, can, it's a little. Turn it up? No, do that's it. good. That, don't turn it up. Turn it up. That's don't. the whole. But I no. thought that was the name no. of the episode. No. Okay. No. Okay. No. Fine.